Welcome to the Be Who You Need to Be podcast, where we examine all aspects of our lives, such as family, career, and especially health. You're listening to episode six, where I reflect on my podcast hiatus and talk about being who I need to be. Let's get started. Hi, friends, and welcome to the podcast. As you can see, it's just me today. I don't have a guest on this podcast. And the reason why is because I wanted to talk to you about what was going on in my life. As you can see, it's been a while since I've released a podcast. And the reason why is because I was actually recording the sixth episode of this podcast, but it seemed like the universe was against me. <laughs> I Everything that could go wrong went wrong. And I feel so bad. Jess, <laughs> Jess Brown and I were recording a podcast and it just seemed that her audio was off. Mine was the video. We had uh, connection issues and it just seemed like it was just so much. It wasn't effortless at all to record that podcast. And everything just kept going wrong. So at that point in my life, I was feeling very overwhelmed and fatigued and feeling like I really can't be present with people. I I was getting frustrated with people very easily and I was slipping in and out of depression. I have depression as a lot of people that I know also have depression as well too. And um, with that, I was starting to feel a little off. I was thinking, could this be perimenopause? And so I stopped coaching at that point. I told all my clients, you know, that I was going to take a break and um, that I would come back um, when I was ready and, you know, let them know that I'm ready to start coaching again. And with that, um, that's because I couldn't be really present for my clients. So what I did is I actually went to go see a doctor just to rule out any physical issues or anything. And I also started to see a therapist just to work through my feelings. And it seemed that I was at a point of feeling almost burnt out in life. And I know that stress and the elements can do wonderful things. It can create diamonds and pearls and But the problem is, is what it does in your own body is not as beautiful. So when I went to go see the doctor, they ran several tests and they were trying to figure out like what was wrong with me. And my diagnosis came to be that I have masses or tumors in my stomach and they're caused by stress. These are not uh, cancerous (laughs) at all, which is great to hear that they're non-cancerous, but uh, they're about a half inch a piece. There's two of them. And one of them sits actually right on top of my left adrenal gland. And if you know about anything about your adrenal glands, they tend to balance or regulate your hormones. And when you've got a problem with one or both of them, that means that your hormones can be completely off and it can stress you out. It can take everything out of whack. And I was going through those cycles of uh, crying for no reason (laughs) and, um, you know, really feeling um, tired and done and overwhelmed and everything. My doctor just told me, don't stress. And that was stressful to me to figure out how do I not stress? So I started to look at what are the causes of my stress? What is the root cause of my stress? And it was work. Um, It was also trying to be a a good or perfect mom. Um, And 
I was always worried about when things were not perfect. I, I try to be perfect for my clients as well too, and to make sure that, you know, I was being present for them. And because I wasn't able to be present for them, um, I did have to stop um, that. Well, this is a huge wake up call for me. Uh, one, because it could be the death of me. <laughs> Honestly, the doctor did tell me that if the tumors or the masses got any bigger, um, I would have to get them surgically removed, surgically removed. Um, and if I didn't, um, they could potentially grow big enough and get and become cancerous. So that was a wake up call for me to kind of turn my life around, you know, at that point. Um, and I really felt like at that point, I was at the bottom of my emotional barrel. I was crying a lot, like I said, you know, during that time and, you know, really trying to figure out how to, um, how to do better. That's when I realized that I needed coaching. And so I started not only, you know, on top of um, taking medications that my doctor wanted me to take um, in addition to the therapy, but I started coaching myself as well. And um, in coaching myself, um, I spent a lot of time on just reflecting on the basics and my coaching program, my 360 health coaching program um, does focus on the basics. It focuses on the nutrition, fitness, uh, environment, and then also the mind as well too. And so I looked at those four elements. I started with nutrition and uh, based on the test results that I had from my doctor, I found out that I was deficient in a couple of vitamins. One was iron. Uh, my ferritin, which is your storage for iron, was non-existent. And I needed to get my iron levels back up. So I started uh, taking an iron supplement, which I highly recommend if you are deficient in iron. However, um, if you are deficient in iron, don't take an iron supplement because it could hurt you. Um, so it, it's only if you are deficient. And so definitely find out from your doctor um, if you have the proper nutrition. And, um, you know, at that point, I started to look at my diet a little bit more closely as well, too, just to make sure that um, I was eating foods that were healing me rather than harming me. And foods that don't do well for you could be like processed foods or, you know, non-whole foods. And so I really looked at that. And not only did I look at my nutrition too, but then I did look at my physical activity. So I, at that point, you know, um, was maintaining uh, physical activity well, but I needed to amp it up at that point just to uh, do a couple of things. One is that it's healthy, you know, for you, but then also that um, it's something that where I can relieve stress. So I started kickboxing. And in um, kickboxing, that's really like high intensity interval training um, or HIIT training. And it really helps you to kind of spread things out and to release some stress. And then also um, after my kickboxing gym shut down, unfortunately, um, I started Pilates. And Pilates is really working on your core, your inner muscles to be able to work um, strength from the inside out. And I love that um, that saying because working from the inside out, that's what I was doing as well too. So those two things really did help me. Uh, and now um, that I'm not doing Pilates anymore, I am really looking at um, my new fitness routine and diving into Apple, Apple Fitness Plus and um, you know really working on that combination of eating well and then also doing the things that I should be doing for my body, which is you know working out. Um, that could be walking, running, 
um, strength exercises and then, you know, also um, strength or not strength, but stretching exercises too, like yoga. So then um, the, the third thing is, is that um, in addition to nutrition and fitness, I also started looking at my environment. And um, when you look around you, and this is both your physical and digital clutter, those are the kind of things that can really slow somebody down and to make them feel overwhelmed in their space. And so when you start to physically declutter, and this is something that we covered in episode two on feng shui, is you start to declutter your own mind too. And that's part of the stress and overwhelm that I was feeling is that um, I was feeling surrounded, if you will, you know, by these things that were um, asking for my attention all the time. And so if you do that to your digital and your physical clutter and you declutter, um, you're going to help your mind. And so that's something that I concentrated on as well too. And then lastly, um, is that uh, you concentrate in your mind too. What are the things that you're telling yourself? And I love um, a couple of things that I did, you know, at this point. Um, one is, is that if you know, I am a big fan of the Life Coach School, Brooke Castillo. And Brooke um, talks a lot about the model for her. And her model is, is that um, there are... Um, there's a circumstance that you're in and your circumstance is completely neutral. So for me, you know, I was imagining all of the stress and everything um, that I was um, encountering from work and being mom and just living life in general and everything. I was imagining everything was a huge, a bear to tackle. It was, um, you know, something that um, was completely, um, stressing you out. And it was my own thoughts that were causing this. So it's your thoughts that you're telling yourself that causes the feelings that you feel um, and the actions you take because of those feelings and how you feel. So, and that creates your circumstance in you in the end. So I was looking at the thoughts that I was telling myself and the thoughts I was telling myself is that um, work was overwhelming, work was stressful, um, you know, being a mom was stressful and all of those kind of things. And those things were not really serving me very well in my thoughts. And they were definitely hurting me. So when I look at changing my thoughts, um, you need to move through. And we talked about this before of the growth mindset, you know, versus a fixed or negative mindset. And the growth mindset is your positive mindset. But in order to change your mind, it's hard for you to move from a negative or fixed mindset just directly over to a positive or growth mindset. And so moving and making that transition, you have to move through neutral. So when I was thinking about um, the amount of work that I needed to do and maybe that I didn't have enough resources to be able to do my work and, you know, that I was feeling very helpless, you know, at that point, I started to then think, you know what I could do? I could do something that they call the 30 day kindness challenge. This is when you have a point of contention or, um, you know, a, um, a thought, you know, about something that's creating that barrier for you to grow in that particular area. There's a reason why. And a lot of it is because of what you're telling yourself, you know, about that um, person or situation. And the 30-day kindness challenge is usually uh, to work on relationships, but you can also take it and use it for 
other things in your life. So maybe you don't have such a great relationship um, with somebody, but maybe you don't have a great relationship with you and a healthy way um, of eating or working or, you know, something. And so those are the kind of things you want to look at to say, how can I make this better? And there's three ways that you can make it better. One is that it's the things that you're telling yourself about it. So about that person or about your situation. And um, rather than tell yourself all those negative things about it, um, change the script on that, flip the script, if you will, and say, you know, that you're going to think more positively. So, you know, for work, for instance, I kept thinking, I don't have enough resources. I can't do the high value things that I would like to do. And, you know, I'm meeting a lot of barriers. And so at that point, I can think instead, "Mm, you know what, let's move through a place of neutralness rather than go right to positive. I can't automatically say I have enough resources. I am doing the high value things. I couldn't say that in a positive way. But what I could do to move to to mutual is to say, I have resources. there's high value things that I want to do. How can I get my resources to do those high value things? I'm going to talk about people here, you know, and trying to get the work done. And then the second thing is, is that um, I wasn't going into every single meeting very positively. I was thinking in my head, oh gosh, what actions are going to have to take for that meeting? And I was going into meetings in kind of a negative light. And that's terrible to go into a meeting and not to feel positive about the meeting. And of course, if you're not going to feel positive about a meeting, it's not going to end well. And um, it's it's that hard realization is that you do have to move into things positively. So what I was telling others about my work, was I talking negatively about it or was I talking positively? So that's the second thing. First thing is, what do you tell yourself? Second thing is, what do you tell others? And then the third thing is doing something kind every day, you know, for yourself or for that relationship. So if it is a person that you're doing the kindness challenge with, um, that is if that you're doing something kind for them, um, you know, or like saying something kind to them as well. And so for work, I was trying to say something positive about my work every day. And in addition to that, you know, I was also um, making sure that I was doing things kind for myself to set myself up better for success. So keeping on top of my to-do list and really feeling like that, you know, I am on top of that, but then also just making sure that um, I did the things the kindness for myself to set myself up, you know, for success too. Um, And that is scheduling, you know, don't put things off, you know, schedule time, you know, to talk to, you know, people about things. So there's a lot, you know, that you can do a couple of things um, that we just talked about. One is that changing your, the way that you think about things and what you're telling yourself about that. Remember that is that thoughts um, that create your feelings, that create your actions, that, Um, ultimately come to your circumstance that you're in. And then, um, and that comes from the life coach school with Brooke Castillo. And then the other thing is the kindness challenge and how can you change your relationship with a person or um, with whatever is bothering you and doing it that way. And the kindness challenge is a 30 day kindness challenge. So try it for 30 days. If you are having a problem with something, I will link this in the show notes um, of these couple of resources that I'm talking about here. So what I'm doing is, you know, I'm, I am moving forward and I got to say that my path to recovery of 
the depression and the anxiety that I was feeling as well too, but just leading to all of my stress um, that I was feeling the stress that caused the ailments in my body and um, the way I was thinking and everything. My road to recovery was not completely linear. It wasn't like I went and saw the doctor, got the diagnosis, got on medication, started seeing a therapist, got you know better both physically and mentally, and you know just kept getting better and better. No, in fact, what ends up happening, and I'm telling everybody this because I want you to learn something from this too, is that it was a um, um, cycle, <laughs> if you will. And it was a cycle that I kept going backwards on. So I would make a little bit of progress. And then, you know, I, w- I would have an emotional meltdown of some sort, um, you know, because of dealing with all of the stress that I was doing. So I kept going to the bo- bottom of my emotional barrel over and over again, which is something that we talked about in episode one with Lisa is that, you know, that emotional barrel um, and or kind of that hole that you dig and everything for emotions that you dig for yourself is that hopefully it gets shallow and shallower every time. And it was, um, it was for me, I felt like I was at the bottom of my barrel and I felt like I, um, you know, because of my diagnosis and, you know, all of this kind of stuff, I felt like I was dying over and over again. And that's kind of how it felt for me is that, you know, I was just like, okay. Um, I was like a Phoenix, you know, where, I would die and then I would turn into like burn up and turn into the ashes and I would rise again from the ashes and maybe I would do this over and over again. And that's okay, you know, because I knew that my um, barrel, if you will, would get shallower and shallower and it did. And I finally feel like I am at a place where I can do this podcast again um, and I can open up for business again um, for my coaching. I finally feel that I'm here to a place that I can be here for my clients too. So um, with that, <laughs> I am going to be switching my coaching focus a little. I was um, concentrating just generally on health and wellness, but now I'm going to do a bigger concentration on stress management um, and helping with that. Over the last couple of years since I released my last podcast, I have been working a lot on uh, reading about stress management um, and doing a lot of work on myself, you know, to do that. And now I feel like I'm a place that I can share this with others and help others, you know, in this area as well, too. So I'm super excited, you know, to say that um, I am actually closing this podcast um, and I'm opening up a new podcast. The new podcast is going to be on stress management. Um, and I want to say that I am open now to um, taking on clients again. Um, so if you have been waiting, which I know a lot of you have been waiting, you know, to be able to to coach with me. Um, I really want you to, um, to know, um, that I'm ready. Um, and you know, I'm here for you to be able to help you on your health and fitness and, um, your, um, stress management as well too. If you have stress or anxiety or depression or anything. So if you are dealing with stress, um, and you want to find ways to combat it and you're feeling stuck and you're not sure how to go about it, just go over to samanthaelizabeth.com. Um, to learn more about my coaching practice and how to get in touch with me. And like I said, this is the last episode of this particular podcast. I'm going to be opening up a new podcast and just stay tuned. I'll tell you a little bit more about that. But I want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast and taking the time to walk with me, you know, in my um, healing journey and um, to be able to uh, really um, take a pause and to focus on being who I need to be 
and um, being able to focus on my own health and wellness. So thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, head on over to samanthaelizabeth.com to check out more about my coaching practice and to coach with me.